3: Hey, what are you doing here?
2: Oh my God, Maya, so I'm feeling a little bit like a Hufflepuff right now. I've been adulting super hard this week and I just broke my live, laugh, love mug. Hashtag don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. Am I right?
3: (laughs) Um, Curly, your millennial is showing. What?
2: What does that even mean? You're chuggy. Get Get in in here! here. My name is Curly. And I'm Maya. And welcome to
3: the The Super Super Secret Bestie Bestie Club Podcast. Podcast. A super secret club where we talk about super secret things.
2: Say super secret one more time. Super secret. Super secret. In each episode, we'll talk about love, friendships, heartbreaks, men, and of course, our favorite secrets.
3: The way we struggled to get everything together.
2: (laughs) I know. But we
3: were adulting.
2: I think it's um, the weather in LA right now, I'm so hungry, I'm thirsty, all of the above.
3: Are you on your period?
2: Are you on your period? I've just I'm usually, finished. Oh, then I'm not. I just finished too. <laughs> yeah, because we're, we're synced up. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, if you are, are. I am. <laughs> yeah. If not, then no, I'm not on my period. <laughs> um, but today we're going to be talking about what, Maya.
3: Oh, millennials versus Gen Z's and some of the discourse and just like slander Gen Z has made across the board on the internet. And it's not fun. It, I'm like, I actually get upset about it.
2: I know Maya like sent me a bunch of TikToks and we had like... She had, where we were having, we were both having it, but I will say that you were having a little bit of like a spiral moment. I think Monday morning, was it? Where you were like... spiraling. Yeah. we you like, oh my God, all these different TikToks are coming out and... And it's interesting because we've actually talked about this topic before, like me and you personally. And I think I brought it up a while ago and you were like, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think it's like the internet, like making it up. And a lot of people actually were saying that it's the media perpetuating this battle that's not real. So, but then, like, you were like, there's all these TikToks coming up.
3: Making fun of millennials, like, just roasting the shit out of them. And granted, it's kind of funny, and I know it's all lighthearted, And I know it's like, you know, it is cringy, like this type of the things that they're saying. And we'll get into that. But first, I want to let the audience know, like, what is the millennial range and what's the Gen Z range in years?
2: Yeah, what is it?
3: Sources like vary, but it says like 1980 to 1981 to 1994 or 1996, 1997. Basically like the 80s to like the mid end of the 90s. And then Gen Z is 97 to 2012.
2: Those both sound like horrible years to me for Gen Z. 1987 is when Ginger Spice left the Spice Girls, and 2012 is when the world ended, technically, so.
3: Yeah, that's, that was, like, my first year of college, 2012. I graduated t- 2011.
2: Wow. Um, I feel like I graduated in 2005. <laughs> you go, wow. Um... <laughs> I'm definitely, like, a millennial. I remember, by the way, when people were talking about millennials as, like, The new edgy generation. Millennials are doing this. Paper towels, diamond businesses, and houses are going down because millennials just zoned Yeah, And we were considered edgy. We were on the top of the world, Curly. We're on top of the world. And now it's like (laughs) Gen Z. So my whole thing is like, it feels like, feels like a feeling that everyone will inevitably feel. But like, look, okay. So with things like the internet and things like the dawn of TikTok and BuzzFeed articles, um, Talking about these things, these like beefs between generations, I will say that I feel like these generations, the beef between generations has been around for forever. Like nobody ever like fucks with their older generation. Like they're like, you fucked up. You did this. And we're the smart ones. We're the revolutionaries. We're the one that's changing the world. And I do want to start off by saying that Gen Z is... Really cool. This is not going to be a bashing of Gen Z. I really love how Gen Z has really run with a lot of things, whether it's coming with, um, whether it has to do with gender identity or like political stuff or even like economic stuff. Like Gen Z is very like, excuse me. They're very much like the of the human race. I feel.
3: Yeah. Very creative about it and outspoken. And although, you know, and same thing for me. I'm like not here to bash. Like there's I love Gen Z. That's why I was like so heartbroken when I just saw all of these TikToks. And I was like, oh, my God, like I've said that there's like the millennial Zoom that they keep making fun of. And I'm like, what the freaking heck? I was born in 93. What year were you born?
2: Um, I was born in 87, which, by the way, it's so weird. OK. I remember when I was I was like telling people that I was born in eighty seven and I used to be the youngest one in the room. Like people would be like, Oh my god, eighty-seven. He was born in eighty-seven, he's a baby, eighty-seven. And now it's like, oh, eighty-seven. I remember
3: like, yeah, I remember when I got to like and I was like the youngest one there. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like,
3: you know, you guys called me Maitha. No one has ever called me Maitha before mm-hmm, until I got mm-hmm. there. Cause I was the youngest and like, not no more. Yeah. I'm not.
0: State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.
1: Hola, que tal? This is Cheekies from the Cheekies and Chill podcast. For whatever reason, or absolutely no reason at all, sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. A lot of times, on the My Cultura podcast network, our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card, you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations. Como la playa que viste en ese show or climbing that mountain on your screensaver i see you no matter what kind of traveler you are and no matter the reason the delta sky miles platinum american express card is the way to go if you travel you know
4: witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all new 2025 infinity qx80
2: So basically what I was saying earlier about like Gen Z kind of running with these things and changing everything around, I think that they also kind of forget that millennials really pushed a lot of that too in the beginning. I think that the thing is, is that people and generations tend to forget that in order for people to run, other people have to crawl, right? So like, you know, in order for them to be, in order for people to get to the point where they want to change their identities and they want to be open about it and they want to be more open about being queer, like, the generations before us that dealt with Stonewall or, like, even, like, the Black Cat here in um, L.A., like, revolutionary queer movements, like, they had to happen, too. Like, so many things had to have happened in order for people to be where they're at. And so, for me, I get a little huffy about this because I feel like there's no um, honoring of the ancestors, if you will. There's It feels like there's no energy turning around being, like, Thank you so much for what y'all did, but now we're going to do it this way. Um, We have, like, a little bit of, like, a list here in terms of, like, what people, what Gen Z makes fun of us about. Um, Yeah.
3: So they basically, you know, make fun of people saying adulting, which I feel like I've said, like, maybe once or twice in my life when mm -hmm. I first turned, like, 20-something when I was like, holy shit. And I feel like the background of, like, adulting is the fact that, like, you know, we, first of all, have went through so many different economic changes. Mm-hmm. Like we lived through recessions. So like adulting doesn't necessarily mean like, I'm an adult. I think it just means like, holy shit. Like now we have to deal with these things that are different and we get to figure out like what they are and we get to define them. And like, you know, cause it's, it's the generation before us was what gen X.
2: Um, yeah, they, uh, gen, I believe so. I always feel like Gen yeah, X is gen the one, X. it's the generation that gets kind of like forgotten. Like everyone's like, yeah, they're like the cool ones that people are, they're like the chill middle sister that people are like, whatever. I don't know if middle sisters are chill. I don't yeah. have And then
3: there's also, I don't have any sisters at all. So <laughs> anyway, um, they say, you know, remember the whole side part and middle part thing? Um, yeah. I had already changed my middle part, by the way, long time before they started saying all that stuff.
2: OK, here's the thing, here. This is where I get really happy because I'm like, dang, dang, dang. like so many of those things. Like I go into like cultural stuff, too, because I remember for me, a side part is not so much like what Jennifer Anderson was doing on Friends. A side part for me is what like the Latina and the black girls were doing that I grew up with, where they would like get their bangs, side part it, get it really tight, tuck it behind yes. their ears, behind the back of their head and then pull their curls over it. Yes. Or they would like tie it and get the, get like really cute, like get the get the side part, bang, slick, slick down. And then they would have the rest of it slicked back and then like a high pony or whatever. So for me, it feels really cultural because I'm like, you know what? Yes. The side part is still cute, actually.
3: OK, and that that's what I mean, a lot of our arguments, a lot of our arguments have to do with like American whiteness, like colonialism, like all that shit, because like. I did the side part in that way, where it was very Latina, where I would straighten my bangs and Mm -hmm. I would have curly hair. Um, But I think what they're talking about is the side part as in like the um, emo era and like the alternative era, which which I was a part of also. Yeah. Okay. So it's like the big kind of bang, but it's like, I associate that with kind of people who have straight hair. And I used to get made fun of a lot for my curly hair and I would straighten my hair to look like them. So it's just kind of like I got bullied out of my curly hair and then I tried to look like them. And now I'm getting bullied for having to like for wearing that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I'm just i mad. mean, look, <laughs> The whole thing for me, I've said this over and over again, and I'm, I'm, I am jumping a little bit ahead right now. But like, I feel like the argument... Of younger people making fun of older people is, is giving Western culture. It's giving whiteness, colonialism to me, because I feel like in my family, when I've talked to my younger cousins and even the way that I look at my older cousins and my aunts, my uncles, like there's a lot of respect. Like I don't look at my aunt and be like, oh my God, can you, do you look at how you used to wear lip liner. How embarrassing or your hoops? How embarrassing. Look at your side part. Like I'm like, oh my God, that's so cool. You guys were so cool. You know, like And my cousins look at me and they do the same thing where y'all were so cool. Y'all were doing this. This is what you did. Like there's an honoring of the ancestors and the people that came before us. And to me, to see that kind of disappear in on the Internet is kind of upsetting because Internet culture is still very new. And it seems like there isn't like an honoring of the people who um, have either created content or just people that came before them to begin with.
3: Yes, because our, and I will say like everything that is kind of like you know, cringy to the younger generation are the reason why I think a lot of us did it or people even you know older than me did it was because it was almost out of rebellion in a way. every single thing. Because we've had to and every single I feel like every single little like cringy thing has to do with some sort of generational trauma, collective generational trauma from whatever society was going through Mm -hmm. then. So it's like I agree for them to like shit on like millennials or any generation that you shit on. It's like you don't you have to understand the context of what they were going through at the time. They weren't just doing this just because and especially because our relationship to the Internet is different than Gen Z's relationship to the internet. Both are very valid, but we were one of the first people to create content on the internet. And I'm really not trying to like get all like, you know, like we did it first and we did it because everyone is inspired by everyone, you Mm -hmm. know? Like nobody is the originator of anything. So like our relationship looks different to the internet than their relationship.
2: Yeah, 100. I also think, too, like, um, it's interesting to see how, as much as we get bashed, millennials get bashed, the younger people love our fashion. Like, they are recreating looks that we were rocking in in the 2000s. When we were, like,
3: five years old.
2: Yeah, they're, like, recreating, like... um, So they're mad at, like, our side parts right now, but they're doing, like, our rhinestone crop tops that say pretty. They're doing, like... The makeup or the earrings that we were doing, like everything that you see in Euphoria, which is like a huge the Euphoria, the show on HBO that is a huge success, like all around, are looks that people were rocking when we were coming up in the two thousands. Um, so it's like a thing where I'm like, well, which one is it, you know? Um, and I feel
3: like our, like every generation kind of does that to the generation before. Like I know there was something that millennials had like copped from previous generations. Oh my God, I
2: loved dressing like 80s. Like in my 20s, I wanted shoulder pads, color. If I could look like Grace Jones, if I could look like uh, uh, Boy George, Cyndi Lauper, Madonna, like I was like all of it. My big ones were what were the hip hop kids wearing in the eighties, like run DMC, LL Cool J. Um, and then it was, what was boy George doing? And what was uh, Grace Jones doing? Or Prince, mm. you know, those are my things. Yeah. I like to
3: do. Um, so like, what did the internet look like in our time versus like what it looks like for them now. And it's also like, we're not that far off. I'm 93. It cuts off at 97, 96
2: I mean, look, picture this. You sit down in front of a large computer with a large, I guess like the technical term would be like a tower next to it, right? Where you can put a your tower. CDs, the tower. You click on your little AOL thing or your little internet thing. And the first thing you hear is a dial-up tone. You know, you're what does sitting it sound there. Like? It's all... <laughs> you're waiting and then the door opens and then you hear, Welcome. You've got mail. You've got mail, and you're like, "Wow, that
3: was good."
2: (laughs) And you're like, "I'm in." Um, Here we are. So then you're like, "Who's online?" You check if your crush is on there. You see if your little friends are on there. By the way, that's if you had AOL. Because if you had AIM, it was like, it was like the door. And then when somebody would leave, it that was,
3: yeah, I had that. I had mm -hmm. the. Yeah. Wow, we should like get into you like did, voice acting really or good. something. Well, you we're the, like really talented.
2: Do the closing of the door comment again. Comment
3: down comment down below if we're really talented.
2: <laughs> Wait, <laughs> the do closing? the door again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did it but really good.
3: As far as like thank you. As far as content creation, like I, I see content creation as like MySpace days where we were well, literally coding.
2: Well, this is what I'm saying, right? Like we were there like in the beginning where there wasn't even content creation. It was like an email. Our content creation was somebody who created an email that was like, if you don't send this to 62 people in the next 62 minutes, you're going to have bad <laughs> luck. Like
3: Spam emails and curse emails were our exactly, content creation.
2: Exactly, exactly. So then like, that's what we saw as kids, right? And then I think as we got older, you're right. MySpace was really kind of the beginning of everything for me. I mean, Friendster, we had Friendster, but MySpace is when, MySpace is when I started to kind of go a little, like get a little uh. popular online. <laughs> uh, were you popular on MySpace? <laughs> on MySpace, yeah. I started to get popular <gasps> on MySpace. Um, not like in the thousands, but I would get like uh, 500, 600 like, likes on uh. a photo on MySpace. Like very- do, Would you
3: do those like whore trains? By what? The trains, the whore trains. What is that? It's like when you, like when you like add a bunch of people. It's like when you change your stat. uh, You might be too
2: old for that. (laughs) (laughs) What is that?
3: People will know what it is if I say it. Just Google it.
2: Okay, I'll Google it. No, I just... So my thing was, like, I got very lucky that I found a bootleg version of Photoshop. So I learned Photoshop very early on. So I was Photoshopping my photos, um, and I would do, like, photo shoots in my house, like, just high concept. Like,
3: what we're saying is we did not have the tools to create great (laughs) Mm -hmm, things. We, mm -hmm. We had to... Even when Vine came out and YouTube, like, I mean, we all learned... And I I know Gen Z also, we all learned how to create content with the tools, the free shit that we had. You know, even like, I remember my family got a MacBook and we would all, or just like a Mac computer, we would all spend time on the Mac computer because it had GarageBand, it had like um, editing software, it had Mm -hmm, like a, you know, mm -hmm. a photo booth where you can record. It was Mm -hmm, all in mm -hmm. there. So we all just learned, my entire family learned how to edit through that.
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's
3: like... We didn't have some of the tools that Gen Z has nowadays where it's like you can a- a- like edit your videos in the app, like yeah. and upload them. When we, I was on Vine, we could only press our finger on mm-hmm. the screen to record. Mm-hmm. That was it. That was mm-hmm. how we made videos. And it was mm-hmm. six seconds. So like imagine how fucking hard that was to six do. Six
2: seconds. Holy six shit. Six seconds.
3: And all you and then later on you were able to like upload and that's kind of how when the culture died but like what I'm saying is like our internet was about like I mean what can, how can we be creative how can we do all of these things mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. I feel like the next generation gen Z because we were doing all these tutorials and showing what it's like to create content they took that and it was like how can I use this? to like make a point or call somebody out, call somebody in, like and be in, be mm-hmm, an mm-hmm, activist mm-hmm. or an advocate for these things. Like that's where I really feel like Gen yeah. Z has stepped up is like yeah. they are really, really smart in like not let any not letting anything slide and like calling things out yeah, and making a change, which I love. But like you gotta give some credit to the millennials who got you there.
2: If you think about it too, it happens everywhere across the board. It happens in fashion, it happens in like style music where generations will kind of look at each other and be like, what are you listening to? Like for me, you know, I my favorite genre of music to listen to is like hip hop, right? So I've always been kind of like, I've loved rap and hip hop my whole life. And if you think about how rappers were rapping in the eighties and the nineties, I mean, in the eighties versus how they were rapping in the nineties, you know, when like gangster rap started to pop off, And then in the two thousands, when like club hip hop started to hit really hard, where you had like all the dance beats and the Neptunes clips and everybody who had a fat beat, fat beat. Look at me there.
3: <laughs> a what? With myself.
2: Wow, did you wow. hear that? <laughs> so yeah, so it was like those whole things. And then I remember Will Smith came out at some point with um his album and he was he was talking about how Will Smith was saying how he felt like hip hop had changed so much that he didn't want to do it anymore. And the only reason that he got back into it was because the Fugees had released an album and there was a whole big thing back and forth about like, where's hip hop going? What's hip hop doing? And so I feel like you see it now, an internet culture of like, well, we did it better. Oh, things have changed. Or what is it? Because now I listen to hip hop and I'm like, it's like a trap beat. like, And it's like somebody like... I don't know. They're going to come for you. It's even like, um, I just, it doesn't, for me, like, it doesn't hit as hard as, like, a beat that um, Pharrell would be working on uh, that had, like, Foxy Brown and featuring Khalees on the background. So, you know what I mean? Like, but,
3: like, did you, do you know all the drama with Khalees and Beyonce and Pharrell?
2: Yeah, of course. I'm, like, a Khalees stan.
3: Then what happened?
2: Wait, It's a long story. Wait, okay, but here's... <laughs> Here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say about Khalees. <laughs> Khalees, people think that Khalees would care about Beyonce. Khalees went to jail over fighting the cops for her man. She don't. She's not afraid of anybody. She's not afraid of a little fan, a little Beyonce fan. She's not afraid of cops. She's not afraid of anybody. She's 5'10", from New York, Afro-Asian, Latina, out here. Okay, anyways.
3: Do you think we have more in common with them than we think?
2: You know, I was reading this article and it was talking about um, basically how there are some things that we do have in common, like even down to like brand things like brand loyalty, like the way that. Uh, Gen Z and millennials consume products. This is according to Forbes.com, by the way. The way that we consume products, we're very uh, conscious about morals. Like how are these companies treating their employees? How are these companies showing diversity? How are they um, doing better for the world? We are more inclined to spend money on companies that are doing something that is good versus a company that we feel like is detrimental to the future of humanity, which I think is pretty cool that our generations care about those things. I honestly truly believe that for the most part, millennials and and Gen Z have more things in common than we think we do. And Mm -hmm. even though we bicker, we all want a better environment. We Mm -hmm. all want to see people have like rights, like equal rights across the board. I think Mm -hmm. most of us are down for new concepts. Like, you know, for me, when I was growing up, it was androgyny. I was called androgynous. And now it's like people are non-binary. And I'm like, yeah, that's amazing. But what about you? What do you think about that?
3: Yeah, I think Gen Z has helped me with their, like, expression with identity, like, come to terms with my own queerness because they just, uh, like, not only did our generation do that as well, but Gen Z kind of made it more just, I don't, I don't want to say normal because normal is such a problematic word, but just kind of like, you know, this is it and, like, it's not a, as big of a deal as, like, it, you know, it is. And that's what I needed mm-hmm. at the time was to kind of come to terms with that. Like, it's all good. Like, you know, you mm-hmm. can say that you're queer because literally everyone, I do believe like everyone is queer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think but so like, too. Um, I do think we have a lot in common. I think I just get um, wrapped up in not only being a woman, And having to deal with like the whole body clock, have babies at a certain time thing, Mm -hmm. like ageism shit. Mm -hmm, And not mm -hmm. only that, like on top of that, you know, pressure that's already there. Then I have these like Gen Zers, some of them telling me like, I was inspired by your videos. I remember people would say, I watched Mm -hmm. you growing up and we're like, whoa, which is cool. And I love that because, like, how fucking cool is that? I'm like, you're 45,
2: sir. And they're like, I watch you growing away. You're
3: You're two years younger than me. Calm down. (laughs) Um, But, like, which is so flattering (laughs) and I'm so honored because I see some of these creatives that have told me that make fucking fire content. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. that's awesome that there was some influence because I remember being influenced by like Ashley Perez at Buzzfeed, but mm-hmm. I would never make fun of her and say that she's old. Cause she's not like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. The difference is like, I honor Ashley Perez and I honor like some of the Buzzfeeders and um, just the content creators, Colleen Ballinger, like all of them on YouTube who have really paved the way. I'm not going to make fun of them because they were doing their little thing when it was hot and they're still hot, but it's just like, there's, I just hate when people are like, oh, yeah, that's so out. We're not doing that anymore. I and know. I think because the internet is so fast now, my ADD is on fire right now, sorry. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, I think because mm-hmm. the
3: internet is so fast now, we're constantly like throwing things away, like trends, songs, outfits, makeup styles, hairstyles, and just getting the next one in and then throwing that out. And like, so it's like, I feel like I have a fear of being thrown out.
2: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: Of being forgotten. And honestly, the delusional girl in me is like, that doesn't exist. That can never happen. Like, I am infinite. I will live forever. Like, I don't care. Age is just a number. Who fucking cares? Like, whatever.
2: Well, one thing that I always say, and I always say, like, you know, rest assured that aging, growing, aging out of anything is inevitable for everybody. It is, like, an inevitable truth. And whenever I find that people who are younger than me want to call me old or want to, like, make fun of me because I've said something or done something, I always say the same thing. And you already know. And it's you, too, will age. You, too, will someday feel old and you will not look as good as I do right now. It's a curse. I'm cursing people when I say that. I always say like, best part is I look better than you do now. (laughs) And when you get to be my age, you will not look this good. Trust. I have a full head of hair. I'm looking great. And anything that isn't looking great, I have enough money in the bank to pay for it.
0: Okay! Okay! (laughs) Are we too
3: choogy for you now? Is this choogy? Is this (laughs) choogy?
0: When you buy a new house, you might say...
1: Shut the front door! Winning! No, seriously. Shut the front door. We own this house now.
0: But you actually need to say...
1: Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
0: That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. (laughs) No one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.
1: Hola, que tal? This is Cheekies from the Cheekies and Chill podcast. For whatever reason, or absolutely no reason at all, sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. A lot of times on the My Cultura podcast network, Our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card, you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations. Como la playa que viste en ese show or climbing that mountain on your screensaver. I see you. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter the reason, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know
4: 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
3: Welcome to the astrology portion of the podcast. We have the question of the century. Who is the chugiest out of the signs? And a reminder, chugy is a word that I think Gen Z made up um, to call us like cringe, basically, which is whatever.
2: But what does chugy exactly mean, though?
3: like cringe. I Googled it.
2: It says Wikipedia, according to Wikipedia is as a pejorative description of lifestyle trends associated with the early 2010s and millennials. Um, This aesthetic has been described as quote, the opposite of trendy or quote, trying too hard.
3: (laughs) Fucking shit ass. Fuck y'all for that fucking dumb ass, (laughs) stupid ass word. First of all, the word is chuggy itself. The word is cringy itself. Okay, know, it's seriously. ugly to look at. I don't like looking at it. So, who do we I, think is the chugis out of the signs?
2: Well, first of all, I'm going to say me. Like I, even before anything, I'm going to be like I'm. I live and thrive in the world of chuugi. Like I am always the opposite of trendy Same. without meaning to, and I'm always I. Well, I don't know if I'm trying too hard. I don't care. Never mind.
3: Um, I have to argue with that. First of all, don't talk about my best friend that, like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm always we're gonna doing my have own thing. we're gonna have some beef with that you have been ahead of your time every single sure. time and i have seen people literally carbon copy your style anyone who's ever known you knows that and if they don't if they say opposite they're fucking lying because they have copped your style as well in some way anyway Thank you.
2: um
3: i think <laughs> as far as like it doesn't even have to be styles but i think like who's maybe like the cringiest out of the science i'm gonna say aries i'm gonna throw i'm gonna throw my own name <laughs> In there, I
2: feel like I really love. See, I disagree. I think that for me, Aries are like trendsetters, trailblazers. Like you know, I was uh, doing this thing where I was talking about some of like the top entertainers of our time who are doing well. Kylie is an is a Leo, I think. She's a fire sign. Um, Lil Nas X, I think, is an Aries. Lady Gaga's an Aries. Um, Mariah Carey's an
3: Aries. Yeah, a
2: lot of Aries are kind of like uh, like people who are ahead of their time and not as true. Although what? If you put Lady Gaga dancing next to Beyonce dancing, who's a Virgo, Lady Gaga. (laughs) I don't don't
3: think we need to talk about that moment. (laughs)
2: Remember that video where Gaga's like, I look like one of your backup dancers? (laughs) Yeah, and she did
3: and she owned it. That's the thing about us is that like, we do too much. We do. And, but we'll own it that, like, okay, I did too much. That so was a little bit, you know, cheesy. Because I know sometimes I'll be, like, la, 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 like, just really uh-huh. out there. And I'll be, like, pull it back, girl. Like, you don't need to, you don't need to show that you're, like, I don't know. But I also have, like, a lot of Pisces in me. So, I'm, like, very shy sometimes.
2: I was going to say are Pis- Pisces also can be choogy. <laughs> so, me. So just me. <laughs> Pisces can also be chuggy because they can kind of get really cheesy and corny in the things that they like to do. Um, cancers, I feel like, are, can be very with, like. I think, all yes.
3: I think they're chuggy in the way of their emotions and in the fact that, like, they think that nobody can suss them out. Mm-hmm, but it's mm-hmm. like, I know you're mad.
2: Yeah, I agree. Virgos are the same way, too, where Virgos think that they have everything together and you're just like... Virgo like I know that you're going crazy in your mind like you're not you're trying too hard to keep it cool and swaggy and you're like that's why Virgos like to keep their distance from people because we don't want you to actually know that we're like actually wild inside our head
3: we can see it on your face like Mm -hmm. it shows on your face before you even have to say anything but you think that you're being all cool and collected but Mm -hmm. the fact that your face just went like stone cold tells me that you got your feelings hurt
2: oh my god in my face whenever i'm mad or over something i just have no emotion i'm like whatever i'm over um what about scorpio scorpios are too cool i feel like scorpios are just always cool i don't know any scorpio who's like maybe they're like love me but i don't think that's trying too hard okay Um, problematic
3: capricorns are cool
2: you know on today's episode of the super secret bestie club i will not (laughs) drag capricorns um (gasps) i will say that capricorns are actually pretty cool (laughs) they
3: got they got a little swaggy swag going on they got they have a little you know
2: yeah dolly parton dolly
3: parton's a capricorn elvis was a capricorn do you know dolly parton and i share the same um moon sign and mercury sign and venus sign
2: well, wow, I say I share the same sun and moon with Beyonce. Um, and so I don't I, think so.
3: That's I right. do. We're both,
2: we're both Virgo Scorpios. I'm um, not sure that's right. And then I feel like Capricorns are very swaggy. Like Cap- the problem with Cap- the reason why Capricorns aren't trying too hard is because they don't care about anything. And then uh, <laughs> what about like Sagittarius? I feel like Sagittarius care. Yeah, Sagittarius can be a little chuggy. They care a lot.
3: Uh, But but I think they're cool about it also. I think they're very much like, I don't care that I show that I care. Like, Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm, but my mm -hmm. mom, yeah,
3: I think my mom can be a little, little But no,
2: but yeah, Sagittarius, actually, but Sagittarius also have a level of swag that you're like, huh. It's like choose, it's like a Virgo cheek where like, once you get to know them, you're like, there it is. I see it. It's like, they hide it a little bit better. Geminis
3: are cool, I think.
2: Geminis Um, are well yeah, because I don't know who I'm meeting today. So
3: Exactly. Mysterious. We love mysterious.
2: We love mysterious. Um
3: and Libras Taurus. are Oh. Oh yeah. Oh.
2: We can do Taurus or Libra.
3: Yeah, we'll group mm- Taurus, Libra, Aquarius, all together. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait, I think Taurus can be Chugi for sure. For sure, for sure. Oh my God. Probably who are you talking about? Well, my mom and my sister are both Taurus. Oh tourists. shit! My um, the guy that August I'm is
3: a Taurus.
2: The guy that I'm seeing right now, Taurus, August Taurus. Um, I think it's definitely like maybe they're the most. I would say they're really close to being the (gasps) chuki.
3: No, me digas. Those are fighting words.
2: August said, "Oh my
3: god, August, do you have anything to say? Do you have any reply back?"
2: Nah, (laughs) He said nah.
3: I agree.
4: agree.
3: (laughs) Nah, I agree. Anyway, Libras, you know what? I I know a Libra. Specifically, who I used to live with, unfortunately, the worst mm-hmm. time of my life, mm-hmm. who is a chugie, chugie, and would also like would would appropriate and wear a lot of like Latina stuff mm-hmm. and uh, talk in like uh vernaculars that weren't hers. So huh. I'm like the chugiest.
2: I told you on every if you listen to this this podcast enough, Maya will drag.
3: <laughs> I'll fucking, who else? And the girl that she dated was also chewy as fuck because they were
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: I'm just saying like when you live with somebody like and uh, you know they can say whatever they want to say no one's going to hear it but they can yeah. say it if they want to
2: Um also to just to go back to Taurus it's really fast I think that it's because they care a lot and that's what makes them cheeky because they actually really really care a lot I think that when it comes Aww. to getting something done a Taurus tries very hard to get it done so i think it's like a positive Aww. thing what did we miss any signs we did gemini we did libra aquarius uh, they don't care aquarius is like they don't care what we think.
3: yeah aquarius isn't they don't care which is cool they're not chuggy <laughs> they're
2: not chuggy they're swaggy
3: well that concludes the astrology portion of the podcast again don't come for us at all and whatever i say may or may not apply to you may or may not do so bye okay See you. Yeah.
2: And whatever I have to say to blame Maya, thank you. <gasps> <laughs> I am a paid actor and I am just reading up of a script that Maya has written <laughs> for me. Thank you. <laughs> well, guys, here we are at the end of yet another episode of the super secret Presty club.
3: Listen, um, my ADD was on fire today. I feel like I talked. Did I say words? Maybe. Did, could you understand them? Maybe. At some (laughs) times. Not always. But in conclusion, I feel like I honestly really do respect and admire Gen Z and everything that they do. I think they're such trailblazers. My issue is that, like, I mean, yes, you know what? I will admit, like, I would make fun of the generation before us. Or remember, Curly, I would say some stuff and you would tell me, like, Just wait, and now I don't have to wait any longer because it's here, (laughs) and I got it back. I got a double fucking serving back, and I don't like it.
2: (laughs) I tell everybody, just wait, just wait. You told me,
3: just wait, and I see it, and yeah, I think, like, honestly, you allow people to, like, make you feel upset, so, you know, if I think some of the things that Gen Z is saying is true, then...
2: yeah it's and honestly Gen Z like go whatever y'all made um, bad baby popular anyways bye guys
3: <laughs> thank you so much for listening to another episode of the super secret bestie club podcast make sure to hit us up on our social media to let us know what you want to listen to on a future episode Curly how can they find you on social media
2: <laughs> I forgot we do that <laughs> you can find me on social media at the Curly V show on TikTok and Instagram Maya where can people find you
3: you can find me at the choogiest choogy, You can find me at my in the moment, M-A-Y-A in the moment on all social media platforms. Even saying social media platforms makes me cringe.
2: Oh my God, you're spiraling so hard. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> bye y'all.
3: <laughs> Make sure to hit that subscribe button to hear more episodes every single week. The Super Secret Bestie Club podcast is a production of Sonoro in partnership with iHeartRadio's Michael Cultura Podcast
2: Network. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
1: Between recording the next episode of my podcast, running a business, and all of the things life throws my way, sometimes it's good to just get away. Hola que tal, it's Chiquis here, and let me tell you, I love booking a trip where I can escape. There's nothing like spending a few days at the beach relaxing and spending time with family. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter your reasons, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know.
4: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.